What is a tilt shift lens? Let me explain in less than 10 minutes. Hi and welcome to episode 66 of the Photography Explained podcast. I'm your host Rick and in each episode I will explain one photographic thing to you in plain English in less than 10 minutes-ish without the irrelevant details. What I tell you is based on my lifetime of photographic experience and not Google. Well, there's a little bit of Google. It's quite a bit in this one, actually. Here is the answery bit. A tilt-shift lens is a lens which can be tilted and shifted so the lens plane is not parallel to the camera sensor and the imaging circle is moved from the centre. This allows photos to be taken with different perspectives with more uniform image quality across the image. Tilt-shift lenses are used in architectural photography, straightening verticals rendered crooked or converging by conventional lenses and are also used where creative depth of field is required. Blimey. What does this all mean? This is a... Tilt shift lenses, the specialist lenses, you'll know when you need one. And if you don't need one, don't worry about it. I won't take too long and I will explain it in plain English and tell you just enough so you know what they are and if you need to find out more about them and spend a big lump of cash on one. How do they work? Well, there are lots of clever things inside that move the lens elements. How they do this really is not important. What I will do instead is I will explain the fundamentals. The first part of this is tilt, as the advert said, and now for the science bit. The Scheinflug principle is the one where the lens plane is no longer parallel to the image sensor. Does knowing this weird word help us? Not really, I just found it during my little bit of Google research and thought I'd throw it in there, make me sound intelligent. So with tilt, you tilt the lens to the left or to the right. This changes the relationship of the focal plane to the sensor. They are no longer parallel. Now you need to have a look at a picture of a tilt shift lens to get your head around this. I used to have one so I understand it. But basically the lens is fixed to the camera body and then using the little wheels on the sides you can tilt the lens left or right some of it stays where it is some of it moves it's very complicated this can give you increased depth of field with the bits on the left and the right going out of focus so what this is doing is giving you massive control of depth of field and a completely different type of image we have tilt and we have shift by using the shift feature it looks like you've taken a photo from a different position. It's quite weird when you do it because you look through the viewfinder at a photo you've just taken and it's like, but I'm not there. It's a bit strange, but um, you get your head around it. I did eventually, so if I can, you can. Shift is the one that you use to make converging verticals straight in architecture photography. Now, I'm not going to lie to you here. I thought it was Tilt that did that. That's why I'm enjoying doing these episodes because I start off with what I know, then I realise... I was wrong, so I go from what I know to what I thought I knew to the reality, which aren't always the same. So I've learned something today, which is good. You can also use shift to photograph mirrors and not be in them. If you've ever seen those photographs and wondered how they've got them, and probably like me assumed it's just Photoshop editing. No, you use the shift thing. It's clever. I actually did this, and it's... It's a really weird thing to experience. It's brilliant, and if you don't need this, then it's not much use to you, but it's good to know for the future. 
Now shift can also be used when you're taking panoramic photos. You only got your camera to the left, middle and then to the right and then you stitch them all together. Well, when you do that, you lose bits caused by what's called parallax, which is, well, I'll put on my notes here, it's one for another time. It's possibly one for, um, for never. It's just some optical effect called parallax. That's not, let's not worry about that. The uses. So architectural photography, you shift the lens. So you've got the camera on a tripod level. What I'd normally do is I get the camera level horizontally and front to back so I'm square onto the building and what happens is that the top of the building sometimes, not always because I use a 17mm lens, sometimes isn't in the frame. So what you do is you tilt the camera and lens back. I use the geared levers on my tripod head. So the building then, as you lean the camera back, the verticals go from vertical to converging. Now with the tilt shift lens, you put the building in the photo as you would. And then in camera, you shift the lens and you correct the converging verticals in camera. It's an awesome thing to, to do. I wouldn't say it's easy. It's not too hard. It's, it's not the easiest thing. But it's effective and you just got to make sure that the building looks realistic afterwards. Top tip here, once you've got your building perfectly vertical, however you do it, I like to give it a little 5% lean back. No, not the bacon. To make it look natural because we're not used to seeing buildings ramrod straight. It's not how we perceive things from ground level. Panoramic photos. Again, you use the shift function. I don't know how to do this. I'm not going to lie to you. I've taken a few panoramic photos and I just cropped out that bit caused by parallax. But if you're big into your panoramics, this could be for you. You'll get more out of each photo, which can only be a good thing. Another use. You've seen those photos where I say things in my notes. They look like scale models, like little tiny model villages and what have you. You know the ones I mean where you've got minuscule depth of field and everything just looks really small. It's a really surreal effect. You get that using the tilt feature, not shift. This is a tilt thing. Tilt is associated with control of the depth of field. We're talking increasing the depth of field to put everything in focus because you can change the relationship of the focal plane of the lens and the sensor. And if you think about it, that makes sense. So if you can do that, if you go the other way, you can reduce the depth of field to virtually nothing, which really does isolate something. Yeah, there are other uses for these. Tilt is to do with depth of field. Shift is for correcting stuff like converging verticals. This is obviously simplifying these highly complex things to a degree. Manual focus. Yeah, there's no autofocus on these things. Now, if you think about it, how many photographs have you taken using manual focus? It is a shock to the system, believe me. It's a real shock. I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't get used to that. Who makes tilt shift lenses? Well, the company that I use, Canon, they have the best range of tilt shift lenses for DSLRs, as far as I am aware. They have the following. Number one. I won't do the numbers, I'll just tell you what they are. They're all a Canon TS-E. There's a 135mm f4l main uses architecture studio interiors a 90 mil f4l architecture studio interiors 50 mil f2.l architecture a landscape 45 mil f2.8l natural perspective with image control 24 mil f4l architecture and interiors and finally the 17 mil f4l architecture and interiors canon give me a 17 mil f4l lens please i need that lens i actually do to be fair um that's the lens that i want how much do they cost right 
prices from the Canon UK website. And this time, as I've been thinking about this since the last episode, for our friends over the pond, I've included the US prices from the Canon US website. 135mm, £2,439.99. Or $2,199. 90mm F4L, the same. 50mm F2.8L, the same. 45mm F2.8L, £1,399. Sorry, I didn't do the US conversion on that one. 24mm F4L, £2,099.99, $1,899. 17mm F4L lens, £2,259.99. And 99 pence or $2,149. Hmm, something upsetting about those prices when you sat here in the UK. And if you think about the exchange rate, they look to be a good um, 30% more expensive in the UK, which is not great, is it? Yes, if you're in America. Are they easy to use? Well, like anything, you need to practice. Manual focus, I didn't get on with, but I love playing around with one. And the big mistake I made was practicing but not properly mastering my tilt shift lens. I think if I'd done that, I would have gone to the 17mm version some years ago and probably just used that on everything. Yeah, they're they're fine. They're complicated. They're more complicated than not having tilt and shift, but there is a reason for that. Do you get higher quality images? You do, actually. They're specialist lenses, and you get higher quality across the width of the image. Do I use a tilt shift lens? No, I've tried one, didn't practice bought a lens, sold it without learning it. And in writing this episode, I've realised how much I regret doing that and how much I wish I'd had the courage of my convictions and stuck with my tilt shift lens. My one-line summary. Tilt shift lenses are specialist lenses where the optics can be moved to provide different effects, perspectives and depth of field. Next episode... Well, that's lenses done. So let's do a wrap-up on lenses. There's one more thing I want to say, which I haven't said so far. And then I'm going to go on to something else. Not sure what yet. Camera lenses explained. Shall we wrap this up and move on? Here's the next episode. And now it's time for the new ending. The new improved shortened ending I hasten to add. I'm done. Thanks for listening to my small but perfectly formed podcast. To find out more and do stuff to help me, check out rickmacavoyphotography.com forward slash start and also the photographyexplainedpodcast.com forward slash start, which I was meant to say first, but I misread the cue. I'm going to say that again. No, I'm not editing, editing it out. I'm keeping it real. I'm done. Thanks for listening to my small but perfectly formed podcast. I wish. To find out more and do stuff to help me, check out photographyexplainedpodcast.com forward slash start. And to find out more about me, check out rickmacavoyphotography.com forward slash start. Nice and snappy if only I said that first time. This episode was brought to you by water. Yes, I've been drinking water. I've been Rick McAvoy. Thanks again very much for listening to me and for giving me 13 minutes of your valuable time. And I will see you on the next episode. My brand new course, How to Become a Real Estate Photographer, Straight Talking Advice for Beginners to Get You Making Money Quickly and Build a Career, is available to buy now. Find out more at rickmacavoyphotography.com forward slash courses.